0: Charmed Life, a radio show discussing spirituality, magic, and the unconditional love of the universe. Thanks for tuning in. And I'm your host, Trisha Carr. Thank you for joining me today. What a beautiful day it is. Well, it is for me, and I hope that you are feeling the beauty that is being offered this day. We are in a very powerful time of creation, of manifestation. And if you're feeling a tug inside you about your purpose, about the passions that you brought in through this life, I just want to take a moment to encourage you to pay attention to those with love. It's not too late, and it's not it's it, it's possible whatever it is that you're feeling inside of you and if you're not even sure what that is I invite you to just love it and allow yourself to feel it deeply and know that whoever is around you absolutely will support you. And sometimes those people support you by getting out of the way. So that's okay, too. And um, so I'm I'm really excited about today's show. I think we're going to be talking a lot about that. I want to tell you about a couple of things that are going on, things that I want you to join me in. First of all, if you are in the Los Angeles area, I will be teaching live in person this Tuesday in Sierra Madre at Craft. Craft Sierra Madre. And you can find how to actually access the the uh, the you know the class, how to register for it, and where it is and how to show up by going to Craft Sierra Madre. Or I think it's Craft SM. Look up Craft Sierra Madre. My friend Ariana Real owns this store. It's beautiful. It's lovely. It's high vibe. And again, if you're in Southern California or Los Angeles, I would love to meet you and connect with you in person. I'm also offering a a new course with my friend Crystal Ann Compton. You know Crystal. Y'all know Crystal. Uh, she is the founder of the Lightworkers Lab, an online spiritual community on Facebook. Yo, Lab. Hey, Lab. We we broadcast Charm Life directly into Char- into uh, the Lightworkers Lab every single Sunday at 11 a.m. Pacific. And Crystal and I are offering a program, a four-week program, for those who want to take their reading and spiritual teaching abilities to an online format. So it is a practitioner, an online practitioner's program. In particular, if you are already a member of the Lightworkers Lab, this is the program for you to take if you're interested in being considered as a teacher and an official reader and healer with the Lightworkers Lab. So if you are interested in this program, please go to my, uh, actually I'm gonna post a link for the program for you, how you can read all about it in the show notes here. And if you're catching this live right now, you'll be able to see the information on any of my social media outlets and of course in the Lightworkers Lab as well. So um, It's called the Online Practic- Practitioners Program and it's a partnership with the Lightworkers Lab with my friend Crystal Compton. And another thing that I want to tell you about is that I still am offering every other week my um, intuitive and mediumship development class. I am currently I don't have the next one scheduled because I am doing a QHHT a quantum healing hypnosis technique this coming Sunday and that's when I usually hold it, but I actually may have it on Saturday instead. But I just want to put the bug in your ear. It is a two-ish, two, two, sometimes two hours and 15 minutes, two hours and a half <laughs> class where we actually, we interact. I do some, I answer questions. I do some training and teaching and coaching. I actually do a meditation that is an activation and, and hip, basically a hypnotic induction to help you to access your intuitive mind. And so we have people coming to the class who have never done an intuitive reading or have never done mediumship or some other skill that they're interested in working on. And seriously, people who have never done a reading before and they have evidential readings. So we're coming together with this intention and it's my, on my heart, big part of my purpose is to help everyone to understand their multidimensional possibility, their multidimensional connection. Everyone has it. I see it in people who are teaching classes in academics. I see it in people who are giving speeches and, and, you know, leading in, in certain ways. I see them accessing in this multidimensional way, they just aren't aware of it. And so when we bring that awareness to it, we actually enhance it. And so if you were interested and you wonder, if you're curious, well, then that to me tells me absolutely 100% that you are intuitive or you are intuitive and that this is available to you so I I, this is a big passion of mine so do stay tuned to that I I will put a link to the next class in the show notes for this archive so if you're listening on iTunes or a podcast outlet you'll be able to find it there and if you're watching or listening on YouTube you'll be able to find a link to it there too all right without further ado that's always such a funny phrase that people say all the time a further ado (laughs) well actually I want to say hello to Jarvis Essex my producer (laughs) And I would love to introduce my guest today. She is an intuitive empath, an intuitive counselor, a spiritual teacher, a moon goddess, a lunar lady, and her name is Stephanie C. Weinman. Welcome, Stephanie. Hello. I love your top. I actually have a top that's similar to that. I almost wore it today.
1: (laughs) Really? As a similar similar
0: print. (laughs) <laughs> Stephanie, thank you so much for being here. You have been on before and we talked about the spirituality of trees before. Oh, right.
1: Yes, we did. That was so much fun. Thank you for having me back. Thank you so much. i I always enjoyed listening to your podcast and I love being a part of it. So thank you to you and Jarvis.
0: Oh, thank you. Yes, Jarvis. It, it, Jarvis, I tell you, people reach out. He's over there trying to like some, he says he's not going to hide anymore. He says he's going to come on the show. <laughs> he <Stephanie, is. laughs> he's 70 He's going to come on the show. He said it. I'm, I'm going to keep bugging him about it on the show every every week. He says he's going. You hear him giggling? Can you
1: all hear him giggling? Yes. Okay. Well, I feel like we've all been waiting for this service. <laughs> this big <laughs>
0: Yeah, right. I know. Well, y'all can feel him anyway because we are telepathically producing the show the whole time. I mean, yeah. he's he's producing it. He's pulling it out of me. He's an intuitive producer. His business card actually says intuitive producer. Isn't that cool? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, Jarvis is going to come on and uh, so just saying hello to Jarvis and thank you for acknowledging him, Stephanie. People do all the time. They write me though and they're like, hi, Trisha and Jarvis. <laughs> so you already are a part of the show. Alright, but back to Stephanie. We, we want to talk about the lunar cycle energy. You are, like I say, a moon goddess. You're a lunar lady. You love to bring through that moon energy. And I am just so passionate about it as well, because, well, you know, I love to connect with absolutely everything in in Gaia and beyond and in the cosmos. And um, but actually, before we get into that, I do want to say up top about the class that you are that you are offering right now. And we'll talk about it at the end as well.
1: Sure. Yes. Um, I'm actually offering a uh, opening your third eye class. Uh, which starts June 9th, uh, it's actually five classes over a three-week period uh, that I will be um, I will be teaching And with this class. Um, you know, it seems that a lot of the times that when people want to open their third eye or starting to connect with their third eye, that's all they focus on is their third eye, their third eye chakra. Mm-hmm. And in all reality, our third eye chakra is only one of our seven major chakra centers in our bodies and in order for us to really tap into that third eye chakra we have to make sure that our whole chakra system is running as as it should clear and open and we need to focus on all seven chakras not just the third eye so with this class uh, that's what I'm going to be incorporating Uh, Into that is uh, working through all of our chakras from our root chakra all the way up to our crown chakra, as well as giving you information, exercises, things you can do to help exercise your your third eye chakra uh, specifically. But I'm also going to be combining information about foods to eat for each chakra, crystals you can use for each chakra, herbs, essential oils for each specific chakra so that we can really make sure that we are completely in tune with our, our spiritual bodies as well as our physical bodies, which opens us up to be able to really connect with all of our players, all of our clair senses, which is directly connected to our third eye. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited about this class. Like I said, it's uh, actually five classes that I'll be doing. It starts June 9th and you can sign up right through my website. If you go under the, cl- the classes part of the menu, Uh, You'll find it and you can sign up right
0: there. That's so great. It is very important. I think the reason that we sort of get very interested in and focused upon the third eye is, well, I mean, there's a bit of social conditioning about the fact that you know, co- that's contrary to it that we're kind of coming out of. We're sort of awakening out of this matrix of it's bad, it's evil, you know, you're crazy, your mind is weak. And so we want to recapture that. So there's a really, there's yes. something that is really beautiful about that. And then there's also, I think that we feel a bit mired down in the lower dimensional, like the lower chakras. We feel, yes. we feel a bit like it's hard to survive and we have some emotional pain. And so there's this kind of subconscious, belief about or unconscious belief that that third eye is going to rescue us from the density that we're experiencing in the first and second and third dimensions but truly it's we alchemize that density and that's how we actually bring up the energy and then then the third eye actually pulls it up and we use it and then it's balanced as you say it's I, I think of it as like you know those guys that uh, are bodybuilders but they just work out their upper body?
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Exactly. A little disproportion. you yeah. know.
0: It's not just cute. Go. It's not cute. No, but <laughs> but that's how yeah. you that's how you rip your knee
1: because you don't
0: have the proper support. Right.
1: Right. Exactly. I have balance. It's all about balance. And, and also, um, you know, also too with this class, it's it's not just about <laughs> Oh, my goodness, that's great. Yes, don't skip your leg day. Don't
0: skip your leg day. Don't skip your root chakra day, y'all. Do not no, skip exactly. your root chakra you day. Need
1: that base. You need that base. <laughs> and, and also with this class, it's not just about, um, you know, tuning into your intuitive abilities or psychic abilities. It's also I'm, I'm trying to reach out to people who are awakening and mm. who are experiencing things and they don't know how to control it. So it's not just about, oh, I want to be a psychic intuitive. Because we all can be, but it's about just learning how to deal with the energy that you are opening yourself up to as well. So,
0: oh, and it's everyone is like I that's what I was saying about my my intuitive mediumship development class because it isn't just someone, which is awesome
1: by the way. Sorry to interrupt you, I I did it before.
0: You can interrupt (laughs) me to talk about me. Thank you. You're very sweet. You were amazing in it. You came in wanting to enhance a particular skill that you hadn't really used before. Yes. And boom, there it was. It was awesome. It was
1: incredible. It was really a great energy, a great space to be able to feel comfortable to practice. And I did. I, I have I had evidential I had evidences show up in that class. So <laughs> I, I just want to say I wanted to put my stamp of approval on that. Thank
0: you. Thank <laughs> you. It's yeah, I, I think it's beginner to imi- intermediate, but I think we definitely you're advanced, so you came in with a portion of something that was more beginner to intermediate like a particular skill that you wanted to enhance and so yeah that's that's thank you for talking about that but the reason I'm passionate about it and the reason I think your class is so amazing is because it isn't just for people who want to be change their profession and become psychics professionally the the earth everybody the everything is ascending you know Jarvis is here he is he's a a technical producer and a creative producer of podcasts and of of, you know broadcasts but he's an intuitive producer he uses all of these y'all if you go and watch my show and you I say something and then a picture is coming up at the same time we didn't talk about it in advance I come in here with my ass on fire trying to sit down in time because (laughs) we're in continuous broadcast podcast. And Jarvis just gets going with me and we're just in the fields. and he just is bringing it through. It's it's crazy how he actually intuitively pulls that stuff out as I'm saying it. And that's what I say. I see happening with everyone because we are ascending, meaning the energy, the vibration of the planet, the vibration of society, of humans, of everything is raising. And we are in an intuitive age. And that's the good news about the stuff that we see that's painful, it's because it's that ego, um, lower energy that's kind of dying and fighting back. So something fights back as it's, be, as it's being, you know, diminished, right?
1: Yep. Yes, absolutely. Well, this, I
0: think, is a great segue into the yes. lunar energy because we all are working with that whether we know
1: it or not, right? It's happy full moon all. Today <laughs> is the first day of the full moon phase for this month, so... It's really perfect timing, right, to be always. here and to talk about the lunar energy and the moon phase and all the energy each phase holds for us.
0: Mm. Well, let take it away. Let's talk about what, right. I mean, I, you, you can look at it generally, you know, cyclically. Generally, the full moon is this way. And then also specifically because there's always a specific alignment and energy being offered. Yes? Right. Well, yes. take it away. Tell us about what's going on right now, the phase and, you know, everything yes, that's going I on. Well, Thank you.
1: Well, I mean, first of all, this full moon, this full moon is in Sagittarius, this one that's this phase that's starting today, specifically. Um, So specifically today, um, I'm just going to mention this with this full moon, and then I'm going to go through and talk through quickly about each phase and how we can work with it. But with this full moon in Sagittarius, it's really, um, it's all bringing, it's bringing up a fresh perspective for us, uh, a fresh perspective on how we see our lives how we evaluate ourselves uh and and it's bringing in that energy where we can really work on finding the joy on how far we have come in our lives Mm -hmm. what we have done with ourselves and with our lives what what we've experienced in the past whether good or bad and how to look on that as a learning lesson and to bring a new perspective into where we want to go from here in our lives. So it's really a lot of what this particular full moon energy is bringing into us over the next uh, four days. So it's, it's a really exciting time because it's, it's bringing you in a way where you can start to see things a little bit differently than, than what you may have been used to in the past. And you can start to make changes if you want to for what's to come in the future for you
0: that's so, i can definitely yeah. feel that and we just had a lot of really powerful energies everyone was call everyone calls it the event but really it's more like a dispensation of a lot of cosmic energies that came through and that i think did some upleveling and some clearing out for us And so now, this moon in Sagittarius, that fiery element, the fire element of fire burns away and helps to dematerialize the old so that it can fertilize for the new. And then it it also is passionate, you know? Absolutely. And the full moon is
1: all about releasing and releasing what we don't need anymore. So, release all that crap, everyone. (laughs) Yeah. Release it. Let it go. And then start to build new now uh through through this next you know our next moon cycle our next move moon, moon cycle that we'll be going through um with the new moon in a couple of weeks weeks. So uh, this is really a great a great full moon to really get things moving and get things going for yourselves.
0: Oh, I actually, sorry, I forgot to mention Jarvis has been on me because I've been really bad at mentioning that we are taking calls, Stephanie and I. Oh. It would love to offer a reading or um, answer a question for you. Stephanie is an expert in metaphysical topics and obviously in lunar energy. And so do call in 323-524-2599, 323 524 Actually, I also want to mention that tomorrow I am doing a full moon meditation and activation with my Patreon um, pa- my Patreon patrons. It's kind of redundant, but that's how it goes. <laughs> so, if you're interested in getting in on that, it's um, Patreon.com/slash Trisha Carr, and um, so three two three five two four two five nine nine. And so, take it away, Stephanie. Tell us more about this hey, the, the yes. full moon. Yeah. Um,
1: so, so what I want to, what right now is, uh, I'm going to start just talking about each phase of the moon, uh, just a little bit to give you an idea of the energy that we can work with through each phase. I'm going to start the new moon because uh, that's the beginning of the lunar cycle that we go through every month. And and I just want to remind everybody too that, you know, when we talk about moon energy, it's not something that has to be thought of as specifically metaphysical because when you really do think about it i mean it it is science that the moon affects the oceans and the tides and the moon affects you know women's cycles like it does have effects on us here on earth Mm -hmm. so when i'm talking about the energy that comes through each phase it's it's for real y'all it's for real (laughs) (laughs) So, um, with the new moon, uh, what you really want to focus on when it comes to the energy of the new moon is the, it's, it's all about the energy of setting an intention for yourself. Uh, it's, it's about using the energy of the new moon to evaluate where, where you see yourself heading or where you want to see yourself go in the future. Um, it's really a great time to kind of gain that insight, take some, take some time to settle into yourself, whether it be through meditation or just doing something, uh, that brings you joy and love and really focusing in on where you want to see yourself heading in the future. Cause the new moon is all about setting those intentions So that you can start manifesting and creating the life you deserve and the life you desire and and starting new projects and planting those seeds so the new moon is really all about taking that time for yourself getting inside of yourself and really just realizing what it is that you want to achieve and get in touch with that that new moon new moon energy as it is a wonderful time to really evaluate where you see yourself and where you want to head off um, in the future,
0: I think that each phase really offers us a way to cultivate self-love in a new perspective. So, yes. in this this fa- the new moon uh, phase, we are paying attention to and honoring our intention. The intention being that which is inborn into us and also our creator aspect of what we want to bring out, you know, paying attention to the purpose that we are here to manage to, you know, live and to actually love it, honor it, nurture it, water it, plant it really. So I think that's really cool.
1: Absolutely. That's perfect. Yep. And, um, and it's great too, because with each, with each moon phase, it lasts, you know, basically anywhere from like three to four days. It kind of depends for each phase. And there's the eight phases of the moon. So, you know, that gets us through the whole month and it gives us something to really kind of sink your teeth into every single month. I mean, every month starts, we start with a clean slate essentially, Mm. and we can start to work on things that we have been working on, or we can just start fresh. So I find that's really exciting where it comes to doing this kind of work and connecting with lunar energy because it's always we always have a fresh start every single month Mm
0: -hmm. so you know what i i want to point out that you know like as you mentioned that women obviously who menstruate it it impacts or we we um our cycle is influenced by the moon and so these energies we actually have it offered in two ways as a woman who menstruates because we have the cosmic kind of global lunar energy that is being offered and then we have our personal lunar cycle because our lunar cycle our, our menstrual cycle doesn't I don't necessarily always bleed on the new moon you know but so well, we can kind of look at it and think of how your person, what's going on with you personally the energies that are being offered personally and then how there are the energies are being offered globally and how they sort of communicate so the rest of we're, we're gonna be functioning with both of those offerings
1: do you see it that way? Yeah yeah yes absolutely and it is like it is is interesting because particularly it will be for individually like what you're going through the energy you're living in at the moment Mm -hmm. can't change with the moons which is why you said like for instance you don't start particularly your cycle on the new moon right i mean it will shift i believe with how we what we're connecting with, the specific energy we're connecting with at certain times in our lives. So Mm -hmm. we do have that individual energy, and then that collective energy as women, you know, specifically, you have that feminine energy that pulls you to that moon, also that moon energy, which a lot of it is about the collective. So it is, it's many layers, really many layers.
0: And I remember when I was first learning about this, and I thought, well, am I am I off? Because my cycle doesn't align with the moon necessarily but you just think about it you could be having uh you know uh, you could be getting married or having something wonderful happening in your personal life but then some societal tragedy happens you see you have yeah. you have this personal thing going on that's beautiful and something else that's challenging in the outer world and both are affecting you and you can still you can use both however you do use them. And that's that's OK. That's wonderful. That's the nuance and the beauty and the complexity.
1: Absolutely. It's a, that's a great thought, actually. I like how you put that. That, that makes a lot of sense for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So then so then from the new moon, the new moon, we move on to after the new moon, we move on to the crescent moon. Uh, where the new moon is all about setting your attention and really, you know, diving in deep, figuring out what it is that you want to uh, create and the seeds you want to plant. With the crescent moon, the crescent moon energy is all about feeling and feeling that energy of what it is you are creating. So it's really uh, where it comes to manifesting this intention that you set. With this crescent moon energy, you want to live in the energy of feeling like you already have created it because mm-hmm. essentially you have just you putting yourself out putting yourself into that intention setting phase has already started you are already manifesting it's already being created so now with this crescent moon phase you want to really live in that energy of knowing that you are already creating and you already have what you desire and this can be tricky because sometimes things that you are trying to manifest or are manifesting uh are things that you haven't had before in your life so you're like well i don't know what it feels like (laughs) to you know live in this energy i've never felt it before how the heck am i supposed to live in this energy and what i kind of try to help people or explain to people is, you can tap into the energy of love and joy and that is Mm -hmm. a fine substitute for that (laughs)
0: That's a good point. It's just fine. (laughs) It's that substitute.
1: (laughs) It's a fine substitute. (laughs) But living in that energy of love and joy and excitement is is the same as living in the energy of what it is you're manifesting. And if you just live through that energy and wake up every day excited and happy about what it is that you're creating and really feeling that energy, that is what the crescent moon energy is all about.
0: It forms the pathway for you. It forms the the details of the rest of the energy the, to, yes. the, to the intention, to the desire. You know, I was just reminded this morning in my meditation as I was looking at intentions and everything, and I was reminded that you don't have to be perfect about how you're feeling about it either. So if we're living in the energy of having already created it and you still yes. recognize... Oh, but I have doubts and I have worries and I have, you know, fears. A, the fears are natural because, like you say, if you've never created it before, well, then the body, the ego, the survival mechanism is saying, "Whoa, new things are dangerous." So it's it, right. you can just love that energy as well and realize and see so you can just release more and not judge or worry about how you are worrying. It's weird, but it's true. Right. And, and right. then just connect more deeply to the fact that you are not the only one doing it. You are you are cooperating. Right.
1: Yes. And, and actually feeling that fear and that nervousness is awesome because once you, once you're feeling that as well, you're stepping beyond it. You're mm. moving beyond that. And that's a whole nother energy that is going to help procreate this manifestation it is stepping beyond that fear and knowing that you can do whatever it is that you're, you're wanting to manifest right now in, in, it's almost like a, an extra boost of when you step beyond that fear, yeah. And uh, it 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 adds a little a little extra energy to it to what you're doing.
0: Yeah, it's that it's that like that Sagittarius fire, the the element of fire. It moves you.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Um, okay, so that's with the crescent moon. The crescent moon, you know, is all about feeling that energy, living in that energy, and then uh, from that we move on to the first quarter moon, and with the first quarter moon, as with the crescent moon, is all about feeling the energy and living in the energy. The first quarter moon is about taking action and actually physically taking action to help uh, with with the manifestation and with what it is you are trying to create. So, you know, with the crescent moon, it's 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 awesome. You want to live in that energy. You want to work on on living in that energy. But you can't just say, okay, um, thanks, universe. I felt the energy. Now it's up to you, and I'm done. You know <laughs> that, That's not how it works exactly. <laughs> so um, now with this first quarter moon, uh, it's about taking action, making moves, and using the energy uh, to motivate you to physically to take action that you need to towards your goals. Mm-hmm. And that's really the energy you want to tap into with the first quarter moon.
0: And I think being very present will, will help you to understand that because sometimes when it's a new thing, like you say, you know, I've never done this before. So if you can recognize this is the day I'm going to take action, clear your mind and just allow whatever action to come forward. Sort of like just trust yourself. And so this is building trust yeah. with yourself to take action. It could be just making a phone call. It could be, well you know what, as I think about that, all I can think about is going and getting a, a coffee at Starbucks, but that may be the thing that's going to put you in the right place at the right time. <laughs>
1: right. right, right, exactly. Mm-hmm. It is any kind of physical action, exactly. It doesn't have to be like you, you know, taking a loan out to start a business or anything like that, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, but it's it's actually putting into energy or into into action the energy that you've been living in with that the crescent moon phase, so yeah. it's it's really taking it and really going for it and putting that and putting that energy forward. I want
0: to remind everyone again three two three five two four two five nine nine. We have Stephanie C. Wyman on with us talking about the lunar cycles and the lunar energy, how we can manifest with it, and we are here to answer any questions or offer intuitive insight. So go ahead, Steph. <laughs>
1: Great. So, okay. So now we've taken some action. We've used the first quarter moon energy and in, in that area uh, to motivate us. Uh, now we're getting into the gibbous moon phase. And by the way, I should have mentioned this may not be obvious to everybody, but I'm going from new moon, um, starting at the new moon. Now we're, we're heading towards the full moon here in, in what I'm talking about. So this is all the waxing phases mm-hmm. of the moon. Um, so now we're getting into the gibbous moon and with this, energy phase, this moon energy phase, um, or moon phase energy. It's all about trusting the universe. Mm. And, uh, it's about living in this energy that is, that is preparing you to trust in how your intention will be developed to how it's going to come to fruition. Mm. Uh, so you have to learn to trust not only in yourself And in those around you with this moon phase to lean into that trust, but also to trust that that how you are going to see what it is you are creating, that it may not turn out exactly as, as, as you think that it will. And you have to kind of release a little bit and trust that the universe is going to give you exactly what you need at this point Mm -hmm. and what is in alignment and in, in, is in the highest benefit for you and for where you are right now in this life. So this give moon energy is all about trusting, letting go, letting go and trusting that what is happening is, is what is best for you at this point in your life.
0: You've planted the seed, you've watered it, you maybe given it a little plant food and now you gotta yep. let the sun shine on it a little bit.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. I love that. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: And I love gibbous, by the way. I know like in poetry they're always talking about the the waxing crescent, but I like the waning gibbous. <laughs> I like those words. You like the opposite, right? Uh, Of course. (laughs) That's what that's my that's my style. You know, Stephanie, before we move on, uh, as before the gibbous begins to wane, we do have a call. (laughs) Jarvis. (laughs) (laughs) Why does that tickle you so much? (laughs) Jarvis think that's funny. (laughs) We have a caller, so let's go ahead and take a call. Awesome. All right. Okay, you're on the air. Hi.
2: Hi. Good morning.
0: Good morning. Who's this?
2: This is Chandra.
0: Hey Chandra, is that with a CH? Yes, ma'am. Well, thank you for calling in. We have Stephanie on with us as well. Hi, Chandra. Hi, Stephanie. How are you?
1: Good. How are you?
0: I'm good. I have
2: a I have a question in regards to said you know the Lunar cycles administration, and I understand that that works normally for um, like the majority of women. but what about us that, don't have a normal cycle. Mm-hmm. Like uh, me, for example, I have PCOS. So, I mean, I went like 10 months without a cycle and mm-hmm. then I I menstruate every three weeks. Mm-hmm. So it's not like on um, a normal 28 day cycle. Right. How does that affect somebody that has uh, complications like that with me? Like, like you know,
0: well, uh, Stephanie, do you, I, I actually have um, some thoughts on this? Do you have something you want to offer, Chandra?
1: Um, I mean, you know, it's and I feel I just want to say that I do feel that um, and I totally understand. I understand what you're coming from there yeah. too, because you think about it: is is women as we age, you know, we start to get menopausal, menopausal, and I feel like just because you're not actually menstruating doesn't mean that we're not being mm-hmm. affected, obviously by that lunar energy. Um. It affects you still spiritually and within your body. And I think hormonally, it's just not being presented in a physical manner per se that you would assume that is what is so normal for us for so much of our lives. I hope that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And for, mm-hmm. I
0: see something similar. So, well, first of all, you can look to the global lunar, you know, like the the the, the universal lunar energy that is being offered always and personally you see with the with the menstrual cycle with the hormonal cycle you, you also, you can't, even if you have one that is more typically 28 or 29 days, you don't necessarily mm-hmm. go by, well, it's exactly day 14. So I am now in this phase because it's not always like that. We are very, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like even if that's your kind of normal, mm-hmm. I am, I'm sort of more in the 28, 29, but sometimes it's 33 or 35, you know, <laughs> like there's some extra days in there. And uh-huh. so really, if you feel into your own, get very um, much into your, in tune with your own body and your own spirit body to your etheric body. You can feel the energy. If you kind of like place your awareness on the different phases that are offered by a lunar cycle or a personal lunar cycle, then you can actually kind of feel – and you have an Mm -hmm. idea. Then you're like, I know – well, generally – my my cycle looks like this about this time and this timing. And then get in touch with your body and feel where it is. Is it offering you the opportunity to pay attention to intention or to take action or mm-hmm. to, you know, be communicative or to be quieter and in self-care? Because those different, those different uh, phases of the moon, whether it's the universal or the personal, mm-hmm. they're offering that. So I think it can just help you to get in tune with what's going on. And you don't have to be... You don't have to compare yourself to some kind of matrix of what is normal <laughs> or typical because it's it's not always normal or typical. You know Jarvis does Jarvis hasn't had his period in a long time. <laughs> no, I mean Not this you know life. He's been a girl a I lot of times Whether they think so or not <laughs> I mean in his soul His soul history and his Akashic records He's got a lot of women lives I know that <laughs> So that's what I mean Anyway that is So funny. That is yeah. so, funny. so you can get in so, touch um, with what's so being like, offered
2: personally The new moon phase of The new moon phase of like a cycle Would that be like whenever you start to uh, shed Or
0: Yes, right, Stephanie? Because that's I'm the sorry, beginning. I, didn't, I, okay. didn't
1: understand, I didn't hear
2: that. She says,
0: is the new moon, is the new moon the time that we would bleed, basically? Is that the bleed phase? Um, I mean... G- generally I speaking, asked, like, allegorically.
1: Right, yeah, I, be- I believe so, although it seems to me, too, that... Uh, I don't know, I'm feeling torn right now. Like, I'm really being led to say that it's more about the full moon, because you're more releasing and letting mm-hmm. go, and... Um, but also with the new moon, you are kind of starting starting fresh again. So that's actually a really good question that I feel like I need to tune into.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, it, I think it's it's, it's interesting because it's gray area. And that's why I say even when you – let's say you're – I hope you all don't mind. I get real. So even if you're in your bleed, you the energy can be different. Mm-hmm. You could still be sort of – because the thing is also, you know, um, what is physical is old news energetically. And so I think that's why you're feeling that, too, Stephanie, is like, well, I can see, I can feel the segue. And um, but, yeah, definitely it's between the full and new moon is is what that energy is offering. Yes. Because, you know, you can feel your body shift, but you haven't you actually Mm -hmm. haven't started. You haven't started to bleed yet, but you can feel yourself shifting. You're like, I'm actually I'm I'm I'm. I'm in that area. I'm not bleeding yet, but I've shifted into that energy, you know. And then you could still be having some evidence, and you're like, "Well, now I'm moving out of it." The energetically speaking, yes, yes. So, yeah, does that make sense, Chandra? Yes, it does. I like <laughs> to talk. I like when to I mean, talk about the things that make sense
2: to everybody. But yes, I get, I get, I get that. I just wanted to, I wanted a clarification on that because, you know. Um, uh there are certain things like you know some women try to get their cycle to where they start on the full moon you know because it's supposed to be a very powerful uh connection very you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and i wish i i wish i could control mine like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah so anyway thank you guys so much for your time i appreciate it thank you so much stephanie
1: you're welcome, thank you for
2: calling.
0: Thank you, Chandra, very interesting questions. Thanks for your support there. Oh, another call, all right, let's take another caller then, Stephanie, before we get into that, the next sure. race. Hi, you're on the air, who's this?
3: Oh, hi, Trisha and Stephanie, it's Laura Lee. Oh,
0: hi, Laura Lee. Hi, Laura Lee. <laughs> thank you for calling, honey, what's going on today?
3: Uh, well, I have a question for you. Okay. <laughs> Actually, for both of you. This what? doesn't have to do with people. I have three 14 week old kittens that are going absolutely mad <laughs> <laughs> over the last couple days. They're climbing on people's backs. They are like just crazy full of energy. So I didn't know if you guys might have any suggestions how to calm little ones like this with the energy that's going on because I can see a definite change with the full moon coming.
0: Mom has actually given them. She's she's actually detaching herself from. You you can see this, right? She's like literally not chasing them down, and she's not calming them down herself, right? You're like she's she's kind of abandoned some of her momming duties.
3: No, she's so laid back. She's still nursing them. Yeah, but she's laid back. Dad's doing it. Actually, Dad got upset today for the first time with them. Like, settle down, kids.
0: (laughs) You have the daddy kitty too. I didn't realize that.
3: Yeah, Daddy's in the home, too. Daddy's very, very involved. And Dad, and I I thought I stood back and let him do what he had to do, but he disciplined them for the first time I've ever seen him do it.
0: Okay. Well, I connected with, I can connect with the kittens and with Mom uh, when you were talking. I I, I haven't, I'm not connected with Dad yet, but with Mom, Mom is saying this is actually the time that she's pulling away from them a bit because it's like she's starting to give them their own sovereignty. And it's a sort of... Mm -hmm. It's a sort of, it's, it's evolutional. You know what I mean? It's a survival of the fittest thing. So as they're climbing and as they fall from that climb, they're going to get a little yeah. stronger. You know what I mean? Like it's the, it's a bit of a physical and testing the boundaries with their behavior as well. It's a physical workout and testing the boundaries. Mm-hmm. And so she's letting them do that. She's letting them touch the stove a little bit. And I know it's, it's bothering. Yeah. It's, it's annoying to the humans in the home because you need to have them also adapt to human life. And that's fair. Um, so that I think the mm-hmm. daddy is actually picking up on that energy a little bit. And he's just being annoyed. He's like, all right. All right. She has more patience than I do. Mom has more patience than I do. But y'all need to be quiet and stop it. <laughs> so he's he's giving them that's a, that balance. Yeah, that's-
3: that's exactly what I saw today. But like I say, they're normally really rambunctious parent or kittens compared to what their parents were. But like I said, I just noticed such a shift in the last couple of days. I knew there had to be something energetic going on. So I just didn't know even if you had any ideas, any crystals, anything I can use around them to kind of like, guys, settle down a little bit.
0: <laughs> well, I think part of it is natural. And I think that if you can just hold some... Uh, some like you want to you can kind of get them to ground is what you can do so Mm -hmm. yeah crystals wise you could use some tourmaline and obsidian if you want to put that around them or even i would take it i wouldn't Mm -hmm. necessarily put it on their bodies because i think that's going to interfere a little bit i wouldn't even necessarily go all the way in their aura maybe just a little bit around just kind of like offer it just to get them a bit grounded yeah and um but it's it's okay. I know it's annoying, but it's okay. So you offering them some grounding energy in order to just help them assimilate mm-hmm. what they're experiencing. And yeah, we do have that fiery moon and sag, so it's kind of like a really good opportunity for them to go right. to get really excited. And mom's like Mom, I think the reason, what it feels like to me, the reason that they're more rambunctious or expressive than your mom and dad kittens were, the ones who are mom and dad, is because mm-hmm. they're getting to stay with their families for so long. Their their kitten family, I mean, their cat family, their feline family, and so that they feel sense. they feel secure to kind of be more natural, mm-hmm. whereas. The your mom and dad didn't have that feline family as long, so they kind of had to snap too. Besides the fact that it's just personality, but that's what it feels like to me in a general mm-hmm. sense.
1: Yeah. And I want okay. To well, that's too, great.
3: I, like I said, I just oh, go ahead, Stephanie. I'm sorry. there's
1: a bit oh, of delay. No, I just wanted to to throw in too that I I keep feeling too that um a sugar light crystal might might mm. might help as well yes. uh, that, that's what keeps coming through to me because it's a very grounding crystal and I think something that could help them as well
0: that's a great idea because sugar light is grounding but it's also ascending it reminds me of Archangel Sandalfon and yeah. so that that's actually a really <laughs> great suggestion because it can sort of alchemize the energies of the high astral crazy cosmic wanting to jump off of things and then also bring it back down into earth and make it more uh, facilitate actually being a, a domesticated kitten oh that's fantastic thank you for that that stuff
1: sure of course
0: well thank you lauralee i
3: appreciate that yeah, <laughs> yeah. thank you you guys thanks so, I'm so, thanks for taking my phone call and you guys oh i love this show thank you so much i'm so glad to have you hear you again stephanie on here too <laughs>
0: thank you thank you i'm so glad you called thank you lauralee we love you lauralee you're you welcome you. happy memorial day
3: guys and
1: you
0: thank happy you memorial day.
1: <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> okay bye-bye bye
0: all right, Stephanie. Well, let's head, head, let's head through that gibbous and see where we are with those moon phases now. Yes.
1: Yeah. So, okay. So we left off with the gibbous. We we're talking about leaning into trust and, uh, you know, trusting what has been given to us, trusting with the energy of the universe and it, trusting that how uh, we're seeing or how trusting how what our intentions that we have set, how they're going to be presented to us. So now we're moving into the full moon. Mm -hmm. And we all know the full moon energy can get a little crazy, right? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) get a little crazy. We all know that. But what it really is, what the full moon energy is really about, is about letting go uh, and releasing. And the full moon encourages us to release what no longer serves us, what no longer benefits us. And um, it really encourages us to tap into our own personal spirituality, own personal wisdom and experience uh in creating the life that we desire and just to get rid of the crap that we don't need anymore because we all we all live and learn and sometimes we're holding on to stuff uh from our past uh you know things that we've been through that we don't need to hold on to anymore so with this full moon energy it's about realizing what it is we don't need and letting go of it because once we let go of that It opens up and creates all new energetic space for us to fill up with new opportunities and new positivity and new energy that will help propel us forward in what it is we're trying to create.
0: Fertile void. This is something that I love because that that feels good when we think of it as a fertile void. Sometimes we think of losing something or cutting things off of ourselves or we're releasing things that means that I've lost something. But no, a fertile void is a beautiful, new, exciting, you know, blank canvas to work from.
1: Yes. Yes. I love that. I love fertile void. that That's a great term. I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's there. Um, so yeah. So then, so, so we, so once we've released and, and we're getting rid of what no longer serves us uh, from the full moon, uh, we also we now start moving into the disseminating moon phase. So now we're going into the waxing phases, uh, where obviously the full moon now is starting to go back down to uh, to the new moon phase. So the next phase here is the disseminating moon, and as we released with the full moon, uh, what no longer serves us, now we use this disseminating moon energy uh, to work. That we still may be holding on to, the things that still be holding us back a bit, things that weren't really prepared or ready to let go of. And this phase, this energy of the disseminating moon phase really brings in uh, an energy for us to do some shadow work, mm. uh, to really dive in deeper, even. Because, you know, with the full moon, you release what you know obviously is not benefiting you. With this disseminating moon, it's time for you to really dig deep. And the shadow work is, is never fun or easy per se, but it's necessary. And this is the energy that this phase, uh, this moon phase holds for us is to do that shadow work to see if there is anything else that is holding us back because uh, will, that will that will come up through this moon phase. Mm-hmm. And remember to be gentle with yourself. Give yourself some grace during this moon phase because uh, we all, again, we all live and learn and again, shadow work might bring up some emotions and, and things that may be a little hard to deal with, but if you can bring those up, process them and release them, then you are right in line with, with the whole manifestation process in dealing with this, with this moon energy.
0: Catharsis, house cleaning, things that just you know, you know. It's interesting. Sometimes we feel like shadow. So shadow work, which she's referring to. In case you haven't heard this term before, the shadow is the unconscious mind. It it was a term that was given by Carl Jung, the uh, uh, you know psychologist, the famous and prolific psychologist Carl Jung, and he called the unconscious mind the shadow. And what this means is that there are things that, as we are in our formative years, we come in with this full pure consciousness and perfect unconditional expression of love with a very you know underdeveloped mental body so we don't know how to do things we just are feeling things and as our parents and the those who uh, are caretakers reflect back to us an imperfect expression of the perfect love that we are sending out then we believe that we have done something wrong and that we will die because we are relationally, physically dependent upon the parents. And so whatever that imperfection was, we we internalize it and we take that and put it into the shadow. Because we believe if we express in that way that we will be rejected from those who keep us physically alive. That's what the shadow is. That's how the shadow is formed. It's basically another way to look at this this sort of bloated expression of the ego. The ego is the survival instinct but then we add things on to that survival <laughs> instinct that don't need to be there <laughs> and so you just think about the shadow it's not really scary to me because you already have it it's already there influencing it so nothing bad is going to happen we don't go into it to re-traumatize ourselves we go into it just to bring the light and release it shine yes. a light on the shadow and we find gold in there we find some oh, beautiful yes. gold hide, hid, hiding in that shadow and it's really beautiful. But yeah, catharsis, I think, is a good way to think about that disseminating absolutely. moon phase.
1: Yep, absolutely. And and then once you, once you get through that moon phase and you, and you do that hard work, because, you know, I mean, I don't want to say it's, it is hard work, but it's wonderful work. Mm. It's much needed work. And once we get through that, now you're getting into the third quarter moon phase. And this energy is all about acceptance, Mm. And you will start right now you, you in that moon phase, in the first quarter moon phase, uh, you're going to start to see uh, the fruition of what it is you're working towards. You're going to start to see the fruition of your manifestation. And as I had said earlier, you may not be seeing it exactly as you had planned it all out in your head. It may look a little differently to you at this point. And right now it's all about accepting that how your manifestation and your attention is being brought to you is exactly how it should be brought to you. And it's exactly what you need. And it's about accepting that. And as soon as you do accept that, you'll have a whole new perspective of where, where you want to go from here and, and where you're headed, what direction you're headed. Uh, Cause it accepting that once you get into that energy of acceptance it makes things a little bit easier it opens things up for you so that you can now see possibly a new way of things you might have a new way that you might have to do things uh, things you may have to change new things you may not want to change it just it opens up uh, a lot of opportunity for you
0: mm, i love that that's beautiful yeah Jarvis like that one too <laughs> <laughs> awesome <laughs> That's fantastic. So that's
1: what that third quarter moon energy really is about, is about accepting what is being presented to you. Mm-hmm.
0: And so does that bring us to the, is that the fine? Did we get through the phases?
1: There's one more. Oh, there's one more. Okay. And I can, um, Then that last one is the balsamic moon phase. Mm-hmm. And this is the energy of being grateful. Mm-hmm. Uh, just showing your gratefulness to the universe and uh, being grateful for what you have received, what you are receiving, what you're going to receive. Uh, it, it gives that balance of your gratefulness to the universal energy, to yourself, and that really closes the cycle down. Mm-hmm. That is uh, how it's—it it, it makes the cycle complete when we're able to give that energy of gratefulness back. Yeah,
0: because you know what? With the with the the um, energy of acceptance, you see gratitude is a powerful place from where to manifest because gratitude is. Beyond acceptance we are complete we're grateful for what we have so we're in full possession and ownership of it and that means we're in full allowance of receiving it's completely it's that full receptive mode gratitude is and it's full cooperation because yeah. you are paying you're saying you're being grateful to the universe which means you're connecting in that love that deep loving uh, energy oh we are almost out of time so that wow how beautiful I love that
1: thank
0: you oh my gosh thank you so much for this Stephanie is a wonderful Wonderful writer. Do you do you have a blog and about the the different moon phases that you've? And if you don't, then the, here's an assignment. I'm just giving it to you.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, you know what? Blew or not? I don't.
0: <laughs> okay. There you are. I've
1: never written a blog about that. Yeah. And I am on it. <laughs> you.
0: Yeah. Blo- not a blog. And you also. I want you to. T- um, I'm just going to tell you. You're yes. going to offer it to some magazines. don't want you to submit this to some magazines because it is. You've got beautiful information and perspective on this. Thank so. You. Yeah.
1: Thank you
0: so much. I Absolutely. Really well, we like I say we are almost out of time, so please, Stephanie C. Wyman, thank you so much for being. Please let them know again. You have your third eye class, and uh, your how they can be in touch with you and what you uh, what you're offering.
1: Yes, I um I have my website, which is stephaniecweinman.com. dot uh, I also am on uh, social media. Uh, you can find me on Facebook through my Spirit and Sage Healing Facebook page. And uh, you can connect with me there. You can get through my website there as well. I have my How to Open Your Third Eye class that starts June 9th. And uh, connect with me at any point. I, I respond right away for the most part with anybody who will reach out to me.
0: And she does one-on-one sessions as well. So
1: yes, one-on-one sessions, intuitive readings, intuitive counseling. Uh, yes.
0: Thank you. <laughs> oh well, thank you so much. I, I'm going to go back and take notes for the show, <laughs> and you and you thank can you. find you can find links to all of what Stephanie is offering and the different things that we've mentioned in the show and the different things that I've mentioned in the show in the show notes. If you go to either youtube.com/slash Trisha Carr or in the podcast. Show notes, you'll be able to find it there as well. You can find us on iTunes, um, iHeartRadio, Spotify. We're on all of the, we're everywhere. And so, um, Stephanie, I hope that you'll come back again very soon, maybe maybe in about a month, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I would love that. Or maybe sooner. Maybe we need to see you again before the third eye class. (laughs) Great. Thank you again. Thank you. And of course, you can find Stephanie. She is a teacher and a guide in the Lightworkers Lab, the online spiritual community, which you can find by facebook.com. In the group section look for the light lab and I have a group as well on Facebook so um, do go find me there too you can find that facebook.com slash groups slash charmed life love well I think that'll do it for this show this week I hope to see you next week at eleven a m. Pacific on UBN radio channel one or on any of my social media outlets you can find us live and I look forward to sharing with you connecting with you thank you for bringing your light to this space. Thanks for tuning in. I love you, whoever you are.